0: Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go.
1: Uh, last week I, I told you about how, uh, I had nearly, f- I don't, I can't ever get this syntax. fellin, felling, I, uh, felling off my horse. Last, year, uh, last week I talked about how I never nearly fell off my horse because I wasn't paying attention to the right thing. Well, um, th- there's something else that happened later on that I'm going to talk about today. And um, after I got that, that uh, big critter roped, um, whenever I didn't get my slack and I nearly fell off, and we talked about that, if you, if you missed it, You can go back on the website and uh, click Watch Live, and you can watch last week's sermon. We'll try to get the podcast updated uh, pretty soon, and you can listen to it on that. Or you can download the Save the Cowboy app on your Android or your iPhone, and you can listen to it there. So there's a number of ways that you can go back and hear that story. But anyway, I, I threw such a big loop such a long way, she ended up running through... My loop, so it was you know all of that stuff, all that good throw, that good catch, all of that was for naught because I I ended up missing her, but I chased her back around and and I and I got him or her, I don't know what it was, I got it roped, and by this time uh, Chris and I had chased her for you know not not a long way. she still had a lot of fire in her belly, so it wasn't that long, but she got I don't know what it is, I'm gonna quit saying she because it might have been a steer, but that critter got plum offended that we were trying to rope it and drag it in a trailer. And, you know, I, I finally got a loop on it and I was dallied up and Fiona's she's working good and, and this thing is wah, 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 you know like trying to get your kids to take a bath when they're little, you know, <laughs> kind of like that or, or you know, th- there's a number of circumstances like that and if you ever want to try to get me in an olive garden, that's the way you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to pull me in a trailer, I'm going to lock both front legs underneath the trailer where you can't pull me in without breaking my legs. You're going to have to hit me with a hot shot. But that's what this critter was doing. It was blah, blah, you know, running this way and running this way. And I was just sitting there dallied up, and me and old Fiona, we just like turning, just like, you're making it hard on yourself, critter. You know, I mean, she's choking herself down. And, you know, I tried to slip a little bit of rope just to see, you know, whenever she would stop, uh, slip a little bit of rope just to say, hey, man, just settle down. All you got to do is just sit there for a second. But no, she's getting all uh, wired up. And you notice I keep saying she, so I'm just going to go with it. And so, uh, anyway, she gets real, real mad. And, I mean, they start shaking their head and their tongue starts kind of hanging out. They're not hurt or anything. They're just, they're pissed, you know. And you're all the way around and so I was sitting there and we're like, okay, if you'll just sit there for a second, we'll back up the trailer, all this will be over with. And then something happened. One of the things that if you have ever cowboyed, and, and we're not talking about, it's bad enough in an arena setting, but it gets real, real crazy out in the pasture when a critter runs up the rope. Now, when you, when you have one that runs up the rope, and now two things are happening. Now, I probably had about 15, 20 feet of rope out there. Well, no longer am I in control. I can't just turn my horse in a circle and Fiona's working all pretty and nice. Now, i got 20 foot of rope on the ground, and that rope is coming back at me. And the propensity to get that thing wrapped up around a horse's leg, that's like the second worst thing that can happen. The first worst thing that can happen is it gets underneath Fiona's tail, and she takes offense at it. (laughs) And when she takes offense at it, she usually takes it out on me. So, uh, you know, the, the the first thing I started doing, man, when that when that critter started coming up that rope, was well, I started coiling, <laughs> coiling, 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 coiling. And the second thing I did was get my horse moving. I mean, j- just get her moving, you know. I'm, I mean, how many times in life do we just like just stand there and let the thing hit us? Bam, you know, like oh well, I didn't think you'd really do it. You know, if you see something come and move. Um, You know, you're, you're just... Whenever a critter runs up the rope on you, you have lost... Who's to say that we're ever in control of anything anyway? But when they do that, it, everything just goes out the window. There's not much you can do, but these two things that I'm going to tell you about that I've already mentioned, we're going to apply those to a biblical setting. The first thing you got to do, and this is your clinic... You can apply it spiritually, and we will in just a second, is like I said, you got to coil fast. Get that rope off the ground. you got to start coiling and coiling and coiling and coiling and coiling. And the second thing is, move your horse's feet. If your rope gets under something, your horse can step over it or, I mean, it just, it, it, it can turn into a big wreck. And don't wait until you're in a wreck to get your horse's feet moving. So life will run up the rope on you. We're not just talking about cattle and cow roping or to sit up here and go look at us. Or you know, I, I always look for what God is telling me. Because uh, God speaks to me in a, in, a, in a cowboy language. He uses these cowboy illustrations to say, hey man, you can take what you've learned here and you can apply it over here. A lot of people ask about Save the Cowboy and they say, oh, it's just for cowboys. No, it's not just for cowboys. Cowboy, cowboy church isn't indicative of who we're trying to reach. It's the method by which we proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm going to give, Ty's going to give illustrations and in, in the cowboy language that nearly anybody that's ever watched a John Wayne movie or at least heard a Merle Haggard song can relate to. So life will run up the rope on you. Things are, you know, how many of us, either right now or maybe in the past, or, or I'm, going to, I'm going to say a warning right now, It might even happen soon in the future because this is life. Life's going to run up the rope on you. Things are going to go smooth and then all hell's going to break loose. And and maybe you're going through that right now. You ought to have... You know, it just seems like sometimes we're sitting there and we're just coasting along. Nothing bad. I mean, there may not be anything spectacular happening. But you know, we think we've got everything under control. And, um, and then it just goes to pot. You know what I mean? And where life will run up the rope where everything used to be tight and correct, now you have stuff scattered everywhere and your stress level goes out the roof. I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, you know what, man, everything's going pretty smooth. I mean, you know, I've got my job, I got my, my car, I got, you know, my family's in good health, and then something happens and everything just goes to pot. How do we handle that biblically? What to do when life runs up the rope on you.
0: Hey, pardon me for just a second. We're fixing to hit the backside of this pasture, so it's time to step off and cinch them up. While we're down here, I want to see if you can help us out. We really do need a hand in this ministry, and the fact that you're listening right now means that you're riding with us. All you have to do is text Save the Cowboy, all one word, to 77977, and you can help us out in less time than it would take to pull your rope down. Again, Text Save the Cowboy all one word to 77977. That's Save the Cowboy to 77977. Thanks for the hand, pards.
1: And in in Numbers chapter 13 and 14, that's the story of the Israelites. They they, they get right up to the promised land, man. They're they're not very far removed from coming out of Egypt where God's separated the waters and and all of that. They get right up to the edge of the promised land and Moses sends out 12 spies. He says, hey man, here's the deal, man. Y'all ninjas go in there. And y'all creep around and, and scope everything out. Don't get yourselves killed. And, um, and then come back and tell us what's happening. Okay. And in Numbers chapter 13, starting in verse 30, I love this verse right here. We can apply this verse to so much in our lives. And I truly believe that this verse is going to speak to the hearts and minds of nearly everybody here. And the only ones that it's not going to speak to is those that think that they've got everything worked out and they're in control. This is what Numbers chapter 13 verse 30 says. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. Now to give you a little background, they got over there, man, and there was giants living in there, and the people were big and mean and scary, and the other ten spies, they came back and they're like... There's no way that we can do this. We cannot do this whatsoever. Everybody run back to Egypt. We was better off as slaves in Egypt than where we are now. But Joshua, Caleb said it, but Joshua was standing right there. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land. He said, we can certainly conquer it. Man, there's a, there's a bunch of application in that one little verse of how to handle it when life runs up the rope on you. And the very first thing that we can learn from that is uh, got to gather in your emotions. You've got to coil fast. When life starts running up at you, man, doesn't it just seem like everything falls apart and you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. What you need to do is just coil fast. And the thing that you need to coil up is your emotions. In Numbers chapter 13, starting in 31 through 33, just the next few verses, it says this, But the other men who explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They're stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak, Next to them we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too." Man, isn't that how we feel when we're faced with a big problem? We we just feel smaller and everything seems big. Fear will make problems Bigger than they are. we got to gather up that fear. you got to coil up your emotions because when you have your emotions just all out there, man, the chance of one of those, one of those getting wrapped up around your legs or up under your, your horse's tail, man, it, it, it's astronomical. So when things go bad and life starts running up the rope, the first thing you got to do is you've got to coil in your emotions. Fear will make the problems seem bigger than they are. Fear of your problems when life runs up the rope will make you feel weak, like you're not capable of anything. Like everything is too big. You know, you know. Sometimes we walk around, we feel like we're ten feet tall and bulletproof, and then life runs up the rope on us, and we feel like this big, and we're like, "Oh no, what do I do? What do I do?" You know, you're like Minnie Mouse or something. Fear says that there is no solution. We're just going to have to turn around and and just run, just abandon everything. And and, and I know you have felt that same way too, especially with things that you cannot control. You know, I mean, life just feels like all of a sudden you're in control of everything and everything's going pretty smooth, but then life runs up the rope on you and and things get scattered around and it goes to hell in a handbasket and you just want to quit and you just want to you know, fall down and "Ah, I don't know what to do. When life runs up the rope, You've got to coil fast. You've got to gather in your emotions. Fear says that there is no solution. Fear is the enemy of faith. Fear is the enemy of faith. I mean, well, you know, we can always look back and go, well, I don't know why them Israelites, by gosh, God parted the Red Sea and brought them through there and killed all them Egyptians and took them right up there so He would be with them. Well, that's easy when we know the rest of the story. But can you imagine being there? You know, there's just a few people, you know, it's kind of like, you know, us that Save the cowboy, we're going to go take on Los Angeles. You know, just us here. Like, wait, we can't do that. There are big, mean people there. Fear is the enemy of faith. You know, talking about fear, man, that, that's the number one thing that God said over and over and over. A lot of people say, well, you know, when, when I ask people, well, what did God, what does God tell you to do? You know, people always refer to sin. They're like, well, He says I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this. No, no, you know what God's number one? And you, you, y'all that's been here for a while, been to a number of these clinics, you know the answer to this. What's the number one often repeated command of Jesus Christ? Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Isn't it funny how 365 times in some form or fashion, God or Jesus, same, the Holy Spirit said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. When life runs up the rope, the first thing you've got to do is gather in that emotion. Don't, you know, I, I think that some of us, uh, you know, some of us carry a 30 foot rope, meaning, you know, we don't have much emotion. And, and some of us carry a 200 foot Riata. And as soon as life runs up the rope, we just chunk everything and just, you know, leave and everything gets wrapped up. And then we sit there and cry and, woo, why me? I don't know what I did, you know. I mean, you've got to gather that up before it gets away from you. When life runs up the rope, you've got to coil fast. Gather up your emotions. Don't let them just be strung out there all over the pasture. And the second thing that we got to do is get your feet moving. Get your feet moving. Movement conquers fear. There, in. in, in back to verse 30... But Caleb tried to quiet the people. He tried to be an encouragement. He's like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Everybody, just coil the ropes up. Don't everybody getting a tizzy or anything like that." Can you picture Caleb in front of all the Israelites and everybody screaming? La, 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 la. You we know, You know, despair all around, and Caleb's like, "Hey, chill. Just a minute. Hang on. Hang on." before you run off to the coulee, (laughs) before you run off into the coulee, hear me out. This is what he said. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once. Let's get our feet moving. Let's do something. Let's not just stand here and cry about our situation. And sure, I get it. I've seen the same people you did, but instead of having fear of that, I'm going to have faith that my God is bigger than all of those giants. And God is like, that's what I'm talking about. It's not recorded in the Bible, but I'm just as sure as right as rain. That's what God said. I don't know if God says amen to Himself, but if He does, that's what He said right there. Amen! (laughs) Let's go at once to take the land. We can certainly conquer it. See, stress is a paralytic. Why do I say, get your feet moving? You know, people talk about being frozen with fear. And that's what happens a lot of times, man. when 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 something starts happening and we really don't know how to handle it, you know, usually we, we, we freeze up or we don't use our heads like we're supposed to. But if we will just go to coiling as fast as we can, it don't have to be pretty. You know, you may have a, a figure eight in it or something. Just get it off the ground where you can get it in your hand and get your feet moving. Don't just sit there and marinate in self-pity, doubt, fear, or loathing about your circumstance. And you don't know how many times I have been in this situation where life has run up the rope on me, and, you know, I let fear get away and I play that what-if game. What if this happens? And what if that happens? And usually I can look back and go, ain't none of that happened. None of it happened as bad as I said it would. Or as, you know, our imaginations are extraordinary. But, you know, don't just sit there and marinate in, in doubt and fear and self-pity and feeling sorry for yourself. Uh, get up and get your feet moving. Go for a walk. Call a friend. Call me. I, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes we just need that friend to go, hey, 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 whoa, just sat, hang on, hang on. Everything is good. Everything is good. You're going to be okay. Sometimes we need a Caleb in our life, so get your feet moving. Instead of just sitting there, you know, you get that blank stare like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Like we know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Go for a walk, call a friend, go have dinner somewhere, go to, go to uh, get some seafood or Mexican food or, you know, something. I have tacos, man, that'll do it for me every time. <laughs> go get on your horse, go, go, go for a ride, get some, you know, because when we just sit there, stress is a bad paralytic and, and it just kind of immobilizes and grips our heart, but you got to get up and get your feet moving, go do something. Go skiing. How about go bowling next week and try to whoop me and Ty? Because that's what we're going to do next week. We're going to show you the what's what. We don't know what it is, but we're going to show it to you. Go rope the dummy. I'm talking about that one that's, you know, like made out of wood or plastic. Not that other one that you're thinking about. Go throw some loops at the dummy. Get out. Do something. Get your feet moving. When life runs up the rope... Get your feet moving and gather in your emotions. Don't just let your emotions be scattered out all over the place to do whatever they want to. Gather them in. Get your feet moving. Stress is a paralytic. You know, stress is a... This is how I define stress. Listen to this. Think about this. Stress can kill you, can it not? Absolutely it can. Stress can induce physical change within our body. And you know what stress usually is? 99.9% of the time worrying about something that you have no control over. That's what stress is. Now if you can't control it, why are you worried about it? Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen, right? Deal with whatever you're going through and just do the best you can, but don't let it sit there and consume you. Stress is a physical reaction to something that we can do nothing about. Even Jesus said, man, what are you worried about tomorrow for? You can't do nothing about it. But yet we sit there and we spend all of our time either beating ourselves up over the past or worrying about the future instead of being engaged in today. Stress is our body's way of saying that we are venturing into an area reserved for God. See, God can do something about those things that we can't control, but everything is under God's control. He can do things. I had that critter roped and she was... You know, all her tongue hanging out. and all right, It was crazy, right? And then she runs up the rope and she is going to whoop me and Fiona both. I'm gathering as fast as I can, and I'm giving, I'm gigging Fiona a little bit. Let's get moving, you know, so we don't step over the rope or anything as I'm coiling up. And I got a 650-pound critter headed right for us at Mach 4. Okay? She is hell bent on caving my leg into Fiona's chest. And right at the last minute, as I'm getting Fiona's uh feet moving and I'm coiling up, and I'm coiling up, and Chris is yelling, watch out, watch out, watch out! Fiona turns and double-kicks her right between the eyes. Whack, whack! I wanted to get off my horse and high-five a mare. I never wanted to do that in my entire life. Now, I couldn't do anything about that critter coming up the rope at me. But you know what? The one I was riding could. And the one that you're riding for can too. Because when everything seems bleak, when life runs up the rope at you, if you will just gather, gather up your emotions. Don't let them run away with you. Get your feet moving. Do not let stress paralyze you into sitting on the couch or even if you go to work, you're just not engaged with anything. Because at the last moment, God that I hope and pray that you ride for, He can do something about things that outweigh you by 500 pounds, that are bigger than you, that are meaner than you. God can take care of it. Don't forget, here's five verses I just want you to listen to. If you haven't listened to a word I said, listen to these five verses. Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Psalm 91, 7. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Nahum 1, 7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and He knows those who trust in Him. Second Corinthians 4, 8, and 9. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but never forsaken. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. What are you going to do? when life runs up the rope at you. You're just going to let everything just go and just give yourself over to whatever's going to happen? Gather in your emotions. Coil them up tight. Get your feet moving. Don't be paralyzed by stress or fear. But instead, put your trust in God. Do your part. But put your trust in the one that you ride for. When all seems lost, hopeless, hopeless, disastrous, overwhelming, that is when God comes in and double kicks your problems right between the eyes. Let's go to God in prayer. God, thank you for always being there for us and protecting us. God, our prayer today is for all those who just like us are going through some overwhelming situations, but God, you are the one and the only answer. God, help our faith to grow and our trust in you to be absolute. And it's in Jesus Christ's
0: name we pray, amen. Hey, thanks for joining us for another clinic. Before you ride off, we have a special gift for you. Save the Cowboy has a brand new app available for iPhones and Android smartphones and tablets. You never have to miss another message, and we've thrown even more stuff in. There's a Bible, our full unedited clinics, Cowboy devotionals, videos. You can even order our books or call and talk to me. That's a ton of stuff that will keep you riding right beside the Lord for years to come. Please download it by searching your app store for Save the Cowboy, and don't forget to lend us a hand if God has blessed you and you like what we're doing. Just text Save the Cowboy to 77977. That's Save the Cowboy to 77977. For Save the Cowboy, I'm Kevin Weatherby. Stay out of the wire.